Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. <laughs> Welcome to Grace and Peace, Heart to Heart. Today we are going to continue our reading in the book entitled Aging with Grace. The subtitle is Flourishing in an Anti-Aging Culture. And today's segment is Living Covenantly. We will be looking at Anna from the Bible, starting in Luke, the second chapter, is where um, it's penned. But we'll have a little introduction before I get there. And I am hoping that these next few minutes will refresh you. So if you're able to just sit for a moment and just breathe. I invite you to do that. You may be driving. I'm not sure. Of course, I'm not sure what you're doing. But whatever it is, I do hope and pray that these next few minutes together will be something that will refresh you. So this section on Anna is from Sharon's pen. And she begins by saying, a pastor once asked, an elderly, childless widow, what can I do for you? Her simple response was, don't forget me. I heard the same cry in my widowed, 84-year-old mother-in-law's words as we settled her into a rehab center. She was recovering from surgery for a broken leg and was unable to care for herself. I asked her to describe her concerns about her new surroundings. She responded, I'm afraid you are going to leave me here and forget about me. We shared tears as I tried to convince her we would never, ever do that. Her altered mental state diminished her ability to grasp the reasons for her temporary home. The only Reassurance she could cling to was that I had never lied to her before. In her weakened condition, she had to choose to trust my assurances that we would never neglect or forget her. Perhaps this is one of the greatest fears of everyone, 
but the elderly are especially vulnerable to such fear. We want to know that at least one person in this world remembers us, cares for us, protects us, sees us, and will not forget us. We want the presence of another. Our Father meets this deep need with the promise of his presence, the essence of the covenant promise. I will be your God, you will be my people. I will dwell among you. Did Anna whisper the words, Oh, Lord, don't forget me? Anna pops into the birth narrative of our Savior, and then she disappears just as quickly. But Luke's description of this powerful encounter paints a picture of a holy woman who hoped in God. Other than Mary and Joseph, only four individual Israelite names are connected to the miraculous birth of Jesus. At least three, possibly all four, are elderly. Old Zechariah and Elizabeth experienced their own miracle in the birth of John, Jesus' cousin. After the birth of Jesus, when Mary and Joseph take him to the temple at the time of purification, God lovingly encourages them through Simeon. His age is not certain, but the context implies that he is older. And then there's Anna, who is 84. Their age did not stop them from hoping in the promise of the Messiah or from glorifying him as they waited. God's choice of including elderly people in the narrative underscores his perspective on aging. Wisdom is with the aged and understanding in length of days. Gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained in a righteous life. Now, this is where we're picking up with Anna and what is said about her in the Bible, beginning at verse 25. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared before the face of all peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign I'm sorry, and for a sign that is opposed and a sword 
will pierce through your own soul also, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. God's people had waited for centuries for the fulfillment of the promise. Who would have expected the big reveal in the temple to be a poor couple and a baby? Notice the pervasive providence of God choreographing every detail of this event. Everyone showed up and their lives intersected at the right time and the right place. Reflect on the wonder of this reality in your life. How often do we miss God's treasures because we don't recognize the little things as the big things? How do we know these intimate details of such a private moment? Many years later, an older Mary is Luke's source. So reading this passage is like reading her personal journey. Imagine Luke writing as fast as he can and as Mary steps back into this joyful and terrifying time. All those confusing and mysterious moments Mary had pondered in her heart stream. They come streaming out of her lips. Details that didn't make sense at the time come together in a beautiful tapestry, each colorful stitch a treasure in the darkness sent to Mary by her Heavenly Father. I suspect this scene replayed in Mary's mind many times, especially at the foot of the cross when the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and the sword in her soul went deep. But the sure hope that her redemption was being accomplished went even deeper. Simeon told Mary the hard reality that a sword would pierce her soul. Can you sense Mary holding her baby boy a little tighter, her throat constricting and tears welling up? This young mother needed a tangible touch of God's tender love. At this intense moment, we meet 84-year-old Anna. God providentially met Mary's need through an old woman who hoped in God. At exactly the right moment, Anna shows up. Luke's comments about Anna are packed with information, but they are also short on details of Anna's life. Filling in some of the blanks requires speculation based on other scriptures. Before looking at the encounter in the temple, let's get to know Anna. So the Bible goes on and says in verse 36 of our passage, and there was a prophetess Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin, and then as a widow until she was 84. She did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. What prepared Anna, a single elderly woman, to be a life giver to Mary, a young girl just starting out as a wife and mother who has been told that mothering this baby will bring a sore to her soul? More importantly, what prepared Anna to recognize and welcome Jesus as the Messiah? 
The rhythm of Sabbath worship was probably part of Anna's Jewish family legacy since her infancy. Perhaps the repetitive singing of the Psalms, including Psalm 92, seared God's promises into her heart. We can assume Anna dreamed the same dreams as other Jewish girls. She expected to marry and raise a family in a close-knit ethnic community. Instead, seven years after marriage, her dreams shattered when her husband died. Her options as a young widow were few. The death of her husband in the Jewish patriarchal culture resulted in economic, social, and cultural upheaval. Traditionally, sons took care of their widowed mothers. Since Anna lived and served in the temple, we can assume she was barren, or that her children had died, or that her children neglected her. is reason for grief. Anna was vulnerable and alone. What hope did she have? How many times did she cry to the Lord, don't forgive me, don't forget me. Give me hope that you will keep your promise. Give me the comfort of your presence, Lord. Anna was widowed. Her hope for a husband was broken. She was childless. Her hope for children was broken. She depended on others for protection and provision. Her hope for security was broken. When Anna was widowed, we do not know whether she immediately turned to the Lord and his people or whether she forgot the promises. Sometimes the journey through suffering is long and dark. Sometimes the distractions and despair are overwhelming, whether it was immediately or much later. At some point, Anna began to think biblically, which prompted her to live covenantally. Perhaps she remembered scriptures that tell us God loves widows and actually becomes a husband to them. His word repeatedly instructs his people how to care for widows. In time, hopeful words from scripture planted in her heart like tiny sticks of dynamite exploded into comfort and guidance. Anna turned to the Lord and his people. Perhaps the words of Psalm 92 that had been buried in her heart began to sprout and blossom. And so we will continue our story on Anna, our reading on Anna next week. But before I say goodbye, I'd like to say from the word of God, may God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.